This week on the Broncos Unfiltered podcast, we review Broncos versus Winner Manly in a preseason trial. We take a look at the week in training at the Broncos, Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell. We preview the All-Star game in New Zealand. Anthony Mundine comes out with explosive claims about under-the-table payments and Powers Beer makes a comeback. We also talk about what's happening next week. Enjoy. G'day guys and welcome back to episode two of Broncos Unfiltered. I'm Shane, I'm with my mate Chris. Chris, how are you buddy? Going well, thanks Shane. How are you going? Good mate, good. How was your week? Yep, week was good. Uh, football. Mm. Football has started. <laughs> there's, there's plenty, plenty happening this week. Uh, did you get any, any uh, feedback from our first episode? Uh, do we have listeners? Yeah, we had a couple. Yeah, we got a, a little bit of feedback. Yeah. Oh, there we um, go. And if anybody is listening to it for episode two, thank you and congratulations for uh, getting through the first episode. But make sure you let us know. Uh, give us your thoughts. Send us a uh, DM or what do you call it? Private message on, you can find us on Instagram. Probably the easiest way to get hold of us. Yep. Pick us up at Instagram at Broncos Unfiltered. That's U-N-F-L-T-R-D. Um, so check us out, uh, drop us a comment in there. We're going to be doing some stuff, some more stuff during the week. So, um, make sure you, you drop us a comment and, uh, we'll, we'll, abs- we'll love to chat with you. Is there any c- cash prize for doing that or, uh, yet, no, man. no sponsors are still in the works. Yeah. 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 Uh, whispers, whispers at the moment, <laughs> the wheels are in motion. I just, I, my, I just can't, I can't return all the phone calls. Yeah, There's just so many messages. Absolutely flat out, flat yeah. out. Um, so let's go. Let's go straight into. Well, actually, from last week, a bit of a a few a few comments about our uh, treatment of uh, Mr. Billy Walters. Uh, was there the coach's son? The coach's son. Yeah. The uh, there was a little bit of feedback saying that we were maybe were a bit too harsh. Okay. Righto. Well, we'll take it on board. I can't guarantee that um, he won't be referred to as the coach's son again. Um, but we'll yep. we'll see how we'll see how the season goes. Yeah. Look, just because he was the coach's son, he does have a bit a bigger target on his back, obviously. You know. But uh, I just don't think hooker is his role. But anyway, let's let, let's move on. Let's. <laughs> we don't want to get back into it again and have, <laughs> and have the feedback run hot. Uh, look, it's all in good fun though. We're, 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 we're going to take this, uh, very serious, but have a, have a very good time at the same time. Yeah. And have a few beers while we're doing it. Yeah. So let's go straight into the review from the Wynnum and Broncos game on the weekend at, uh, now how do you say that oval? Chris, how do you, how do you say it? How do you say it, Shane? Uh, now, now so I'm like, uh, There you go. I yeah. uh, I did get some feedback on that during the week. Funnily enough, oh Cougarai, so, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. the the 
um, quickest way of getting someone to uh, to tell you how to pronounce something, obviously, is to say it where people can actually hear it. So um, there you go. Everyone's Kugari. quick to jump on that. Kagari. <laughs> Kugari. So, yeah. Kugari Oval. Now, if you if you wondering how you could you could watch, you can still go back and watch it on YouTube. Yeah, so, you can just yeah. jump onto the Broncos um, YouTube page. And it's actually uh, and it's there. The, the video quality was quite good. It is quite good. And do you know what I loved? I loved that it was one camera, a single yes. camera for most of the game. Yes. Not chopping and changing, going into the ruck, out of the ruck, zooming in and all that type of stuff. It was a single camera that just followed it, left yep. to right, right to left. Loved and, yep. it. and you can you can see the the lines as they're, yep. as they're coming forward. And in that way, you could actually see where the holes were, yep. where they were targeting. And yep. Yeah, I, I thought it brought a – it was more realistic like you were at the game. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Who were your standout players for that for – that, uh, it was 44-12 to the Broncos. So if you're not sure what the team was, there wasn't a starting 17 player for the Broncos. They were all they were all uh in a somewhere in the 30-man squad and some are playing for Broncos feeder clubs. And they were up against Wynnum, which is also a, a feeder club, but it was a quite a young Wynnum team. So yeah, forty-four twelve win to the Broncos. Look, it was pretty convincing. Um, the 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 Broncos, the Broncos played well. Um, my standout player um, would have been Tristan Saylor. Yeah, um, first game in a Broncos shirt. I was reading today that um, old Dell got a bit emotional on the phone to him um, in the morning before the game. You know, talking about how proud he was pulling on the Broncos jersey. So yeah. Um, he, he he mentioned that he he hasn't or hasn't got or doesn't typically get nervous before games, but this one uh, after the rev up from his from his old man, he he did get a little bit nervous, even though it was, you know, I don't want to say meaningless because every game certainly in the preseason's got some meaning to it for a lot yeah. of those players, but um, it was a trial first hit out, um, and yeah, he got nervous, but he was my standout. He was great. Uh, he was playing fullback, unlike his dad. Um, his dad's he was dad's way too big to play fullback. Way too big. He was, he was too big to play winger. But, he was. He was. Um, but, um, but like I, I like how Sailor Tristan Sailor, you know, got emotional about playing for the Broncos jersey. That's what we want. We yeah. want. We want to bring people back to, you know, that those glory days of, of. Maybe paying, taking a little bit less, well, in the salary cap. Well, we'll get to we'll get to that a bit. Later. <laughs> we'll get to that a bit later. But no, that 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 the would pride. be where where it's been it's been a long time since that. Yeah. But how about him though, Tristan Saylor? So first first run out in a Broncos shirt. Could could his first touch? Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than scoring a try, um, receiving the kick and scoring a try, could his first touch have gone better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting the ball dead. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Um, he was he was silky hands. He had, he was quick on his feet. His positional play. Um, he he scored a try. He was a great. He he had a he had a great. Uh, was is that a debut? Debut game for the Broncos. I don't maybe? know. I don't know. It's not. Yeah. It's not even a recognized. Um, 
trial game. Well, it's yeah. it, it's it's not it's not a game that counts. So I, I would yeah. say no. Yeah, fair. Um, it's you know it's not going to be. If well, he doesn't I, play another game, he won't have played one game. He would have played none. I, I can't see him not playing for the Broncos in the next couple of years. Um, so one spot open in the thirty. Yeah. Does he get it? Um, well, there's another two games to go, but yeah. he, I thought he was a stand-up player. Yeah. Um, who, well, who's not in the top 30 team? Yeah. Um, my standout were, was, uh, was Smoothie, Tyson Smoothie. Yeah, he played well. I thought he was great. And um, <laughs> he plays at hooker, of course. And <laughs> we, we do need somebody to we, – we do need a better – um, we we do need a better hooker. So he he played a couple of games for the Storm. So uh, I think he was born in born in Queensland. Possibly he played for the Falcons. I think, and the Falcons is a uh, feeder club for the Storm. I think that's how he was playing for the for the Storm. But I think he's a great addition to our squad. Um, I also love the two centers as well. So I thought they were. Um, Outstanding. Um, Ethan Quay Ward and uh, Mariner. Um, so both both of those two in the in the thirty man squad, and I thought they were both yeah outstanding. Yeah, they um, the the whole back line played well. Yeah, um, they they did. They shifted the ball. They ran good lines. Uh, yeah. Some really good hands. They shifted the ball the early, early, yeah, early and often. Yeah, and, uh, and they and, gelled and at speed. That's yeah. yeah, it's like they played a long time together. Yeah. Um and then you've got Jack Jack Ahern playing at uh, half halfback. He must be the biggest halfback that's ever been around. Well, I think both the seven and six are were pretty big boys. Yeah. Well six six you can be you can be a pretty big six, like a Freddie Fitler type six. Yeah. Um or a Jack Whiten. Jesus isn't he a beast? He is a beast. Um, but uh, Jack Ahern, I mean, he's he must he must be your idol though. Same same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know one of one of the things that I like seeing um, from this game was just after the first break. So they played three twenty fives, uh, seven minute break between between mm-hmm. each each period, I guess. And the stouch after the first. Oh break. yeah, so a full fight. A f- well, is well, is it a full fight if nah. if the other person leaves his hands by his side and gets punched three times? Well, it reminded me of the Paul Gallon punch in set of Origin um, yeah. against Nate Miles. Yeah, Nate Miles just took just eighties punches, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> like yeah. You, you, so, you my forehead. So how's Johnson's form? He's just standing there. Manu's hit him with the old collar jab. Collar punch, yeah. And then and then a forearm and then has thrown a thrown another jab for good measure. And Johnson's just standing there, just going, Well, I'm not getting sin binned. Yeah. He's looking, yeah, he's looking forward to uh he, he probably had to do a quick wee. Seven minutes in the uh so yeah. That, I lo- I liked it. I liked watching it. Um, I wish I'd had have gone. You know, the I wish I'd gone to watch it. That would have been great. Yeah, it would have been. It did look like um, it looked like it would have been good fun. Yeah, th- this year I'm definitely going to go to a few more Q Cup games. 
Yeah. I, fo- I, f- I follow the East Tigers. My yeah, you son- get down there, don't you? You got yeah, down my- a few times last year. Yeah, my son plays for East Tigers, so we go and support the uh, the big boys. Yeah. Um, and it's great. Yeah, I really love watching them. Even though the East Tigers are a feeder team to the Storm, you know, and I'm a Broncos supporter, so I'm always wearing a Broncos hat um, or some sort of um, not not free Broncos stuff. We reached out to the <laughs> Brisbane Broncos <laughs> free merch. But they just denied. Yeah, straight away. So anyway, maybe the response maybe. was a little more diplomatic than probably what I would have given you. Well, pro- Billy Walsh has probably got on the horn and said, "No, absolutely no way." Yeah, yeah, no, nothing free for these pricks. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I, let, so let, what what are the big things for you to take out of that game? Obviously, we just said no one from the seventeen in the team, and only a few from the thirty. But yeah, well. I took away that our depth in the back line is big. We we have we have a lot of centers and uh, wingers. Um, yep. I think a forward pack is still a little light. Um, it only takes a couple of big injuries to a couple of key forwards, and we're probably in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um, what about you? Um, probably. Well, the the, the funny thing for me was. Uh, the kickoffs. So the coaches, I think, will be working on the kickoffs during oh, the yeah. for both teams. Yeah. Um, trying to trying to get the ball before it goes over the dead ball line, or not kick it dead, yeah. or whatever. Catching it, catching it. So there were half a dozen kickoffs that would have been squeaky bum time for either coach on the sideline. <laughs> um, watching that ball go over the line, or, or almost go over the line. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. the 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 good thing to come out of it from a Broncos point of view is that there does look like there are a few players there that um, have a bit of talent mm. and might be able to provide some some depth um, some depth going forward for yeah, the team. And a couple of them are, you know, a few of them should get more hit outs the next trial games because they're not going to play their, the next two trial games, the Broncos aren't going to play their top 17. No, I wouldn't as, imagine. I wouldn't said, imagine. As you said last week, you know, Adam Reynolds isn't going to play, um, certainly not the first trial game. You no. Know, you'd be putting him in a bit of cotton wool. Yeah. Uh, maybe a quiet beer with Paddy Carrigan. <laughs> um, and they can maybe they can go and watch the um, cricket or something that's on. Yep. So, but... Um, yeah, we have. There's a lot of depth, a lot of depth in the centres and wingers. So um, it's looking good. But what did you see this week happening happening at training? Bit of a uh, bit of a brouhaha. Uh yeah. So well, was it though? I just think um, so. B- big Marty Marty Kapow, obviously joining joining the Broncos, um, and you know there are reports during the week that. Um, through one of the, I think, I think the words were high octane training sessions. Um, bit of p- paprika, bit of bit of mayo on the yeah, story there. Yeah, bit a little bit, but uh, but Marty's put uh, Payne Haas down on his backside um, through one of the training drills. So I, I would love to see footage of it. I would yeah. love to see footage of it just to see what it was all about. But the photos that you see. Uh, I don't think there was a whole lot in it other than 
you know, maybe Payne actually ended up on ending up on his ass, but um, Marty's helping him up off the ground and Payne's a willing participant and being helped up off the ground by Marty. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into it. Yeah. Well, that was probably Marty Capel's uh, deadlift session, just pull, pulling Payne Haas up. Yep. Is it, what is Payne Haas weighing in at? Forty kilos. He, he's he's a he's a big boy. What? Where you going? What? what is he? What do you reckon he is? I would say. I mean, he's he's tall, but he's he's strong. I I will say he's weighing in at one fourteen. One seventeen. Apparently, Ooh, close. Yeah. that's a big boy. That's a big fellow. Because what is he? Six one, six two. Hundred ninety four centimeters. Oh, geez, what's that? Six three. Okay. So he doesn't look that big. No, but everybody else is that big around him. So you know, mm. uh, unless you're unless you're uh, a sifa sifa lawa, you know, who is seven foot three, everybody yeah. else looks around six six foot. Yeah, big Nelson. What a name too, Nelson. Why would you pick on him? <laughs> at at twelve, he's probably six foot three. Six yeah. Four. Yeah. It's a good choice. A friend of mine, he he was playing. Uh, he played rugby, and he was a um, an English English teacher in Korea. He was six eight, he, a, yeah, a giant yeah. of a man, 150, 160 kilos. Wow. Um, used to play prop. Obviously, he's not playing winger. He's no. not. Playing, he's not playing fly half. Yeah. And uh, he married an Indonesian lady. They had a baby. The kid was like ten pounds. <laughs> This massive thing, and anyway, they call him Gary. Like, yeah, because <laughs> he does. Any other kid's name is Gary, you may pick on, but this kid, he he's he's a giant, an absolute giant. How Again, do you go getting up from that? From when when you're that tall, how do you go one falling down? Like that that's got to hurt falling down from that height. But then, yeah. how do you go getting? up well mate, he lived in korea and i was and i was in his ha- little room his little house uh, apartment bro he had to duck to get into every room that you know he he would hurt himself trying to get on and off the toilet and he slept on the floor because <laughs> there's no bed there's no room for a bed yeah. he's just a giant of a human and every time we walked anywhere together people just pointed him <laughs> like and i'm i'm six two so they would point at me if i was just by myself but him being six eight, seven foot three, whatever it was, they were like pointing kids open eyes and just staring like oh monster. And he used to teach little kids, like kindergarten kids. So good. Just they would they, they would cry when they see yeah. him. So but anyway, his name was Gary. His his son's Gary. And <laughs> so he's good. actually he's a massive Broncos fan. That's how we be- became friends in Korea. That's awesome. So, Aaron, if you're listening, mate, big shout out. <laughs> uh, I don't know where he's living at the moment, PNG or something like that. But uh, anyway, let's get back on track. Let's uh, go. But yeah, so nothing really in that uh, Marty Kapow to power story. But good, yeah. to, good to see that they're you know getting physical and there's some sort of news, you know, relating to the Broncos that's not controversial or. You know, nobody has come onto our podcast yet and, and written off 
Kevin Walters, Billy Walters, yes, but no, no, Kevin Walters, yes. Well, so. Ke- Kevin's got six weeks, remember. Six, six weeks. weeks. Six, six weeks, weeks from, well, at the end of round six. Now, who also has six weeks? This podcast. This podcast has six this, weeks. <laughs> this podcast has six weeks. If <laughs> if we're not delivering after six weeks, we'll, unlike, unlike Kevin, uh, or unlike any other coach, we'll step away. We'll we'll fade off into the uh, into the abyss. So you you better take this next one there, Chrissy, while I pour my beer. Righto. So um, did you see Jack White and 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 Big Latrell? Yeah, there's a uh, bit of information happening there. Um, so out on out on the source celebrating Jack's. 30th birthday, uh, end up end up in a scuffle that eyewitnesses say not a lot more than a friendly wrestle. Mm. Uh, but not a lot more than a friendly wrestle has resulted in Jack Whiten being charged with a fray. Uh, no, we don't know what his charge is, but Latrell Mitchell being charged with a fray and resisting arrest. Mm, yeah, resisting arrest is interesting. It is. So obviously, uh, yeah, I, I had a friend carry on with it. Oh, I mean, I have a friend who was a copper in Canberra. Um, and yeah, a lot of the times, oh, Todd Carney, he used to, oh my god, yeah, that would he, just be the worst. <laughs> they'd see Todd Carney like, dude, come on, well, <laughs> they'll take him home 90% of the time instead of you know, booking him or taking him in or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, so, but I I think, but that was 10, 15 years ago. Now I think with everybody's got a camera, you know, um, you've got to, as a, as a police officer, you probably have to be, you know, doing the, doing it by the books. Otherwise you, you've got the dash, you've got the body cam too, as a copper now too. So I've got, I've, I live by rules, right? So I, I, I've got a few rules. Um, a couple of them are, so no coffee after midday is, is one rule. Yep. And another rule is nothing good happens after midnight. So Really? Because I can tell you some stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> but 3.30 in the morning, these guys are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he, it's, he's 30. He's not yeah. 18. No. You know, and how old's Latrell? Must be 25. 25. Yeah. So, so can you imagine... Well, here we go. So apparently Jack's found his own way home. Uh, sorry, not Jack. Latrell's found his own way home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Ferner picked Jack Whiten up and drove him home Yeah. For after after being charged. How's that drive? Yeah. Not, uh, well, you could probably ask Jack Whiten, but he won't remember. So, so that would be, I, I don't know who... Who would you rather be picked up from the police station? Oh, Don Ferner over Ricky Stewart. Ricky Stewart will kill you. <laughs> well, and okay. So here we go. So, so Don Ferner, Ricky Stewart, or your old man? Oh, my old man? Yeah. Ricky Stewart. <laughs> That's who you'd rather have? Than my old man? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about, okay, so Ricky Stewart or Don Ferner? Oh, Don Ferner for sure. Right. Okay. So, so he's been he's been dropped home by the best. Of, yeah. well, I guess the best of a shitty situation. Well, Don that... Ferner's probably probably thought, should I call Ricky? 
No, I need him to coach this year and not die. <laughs> so, and uh, if it wasn't for the press, it'd be swept under the carpet and no chat to Ricky Stewart. So, what was said in that car? <laughs> There's a lot of silence. A lot of silence. Can you imagine it? But so it got me. It got me thinking about this today when I was reading the story, and it must be. It must be. They must get taught it, right? That yeah. if you get into trouble, you contact your your first phone call is to the club. Yeah. Your second is to your partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it depends why you're in jail. Well, well, maybe you don't want to make the maybe. What, the, you may, maybe you're not calling your partner. That's right. You, you just call in the club. Right? Yep. But it would be though, right? Because they. Yep. Their, their number one thing is they don't want to find out about anything through the newspapers. Yeah. So that way they can get ahead of it. They can do whatever they need to do, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Get on the front foot. Unlike the Sel and Cobo situation. Correct. Yeah. So it, it must just be a thing. So, so Jack Whiten is, you know, what do you do? Do you send Don a text at four o'clock in the morning and hope he, hope he's picking up or <laughs> Hey, hey, Don. I'm, well, I'm, I'm in some trouble. Yeah. And is Don is good? No. <laughs> is Don is bad? No, no Jack, um, you are fucked. Or but the, or does he call the captain? Yeah, I don't who, know. Who, who? Yeah. That's actually a good question. Who is the Raiders captain? Jack Whiten. <laughs> <laughs> He's called himself. Is he actually captain? No, I don't think so. Anyway, that would still be a shit phone call. That would be a shit phone call. Shit phone call to the captain and a more shit phone call to Don well, Ferner. Well, who makes that phone call? Does it, does a, so let me ask you this. If the, if the captain answers, and the captain's like, dude, why wasn't I invited? You invited Latrell <laughs> Mitchell. The fuck, man? I'm the captain of your team. Well, they're probably there. Just not. Probably there. Not Just not till there, till 3.40 in the morning. They, they probably left at 10.30 with a uh, bottle of water. Yeah. And a couple of pills, but. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's. that's uh, I'm sure. So that's going to be interesting to see. How that rolls out over the next few days for for both Jack and Le well, Luttrell. both players are selected for the All Stars game this weekend. They are. What happens there? I don't think they'll be playing. See, this is what I I can't understand. If he gets suspended, does he he get suspended from Raiders games? Yeah, if he does get suspended. Um. And I don't understand. So Papali'i or um, Jason Tomalolo, he gets suspended from Cowboys games. Why does he have? Why does he serve that sentence playing for his country? Yeah, I don't know. Tomalolo couldn't play for Tonga because he was suspended for four games or whatever it was at the end of last year. Yeah. But he got suspended playing NRL. The NRL is not the the World Cup. NRL so, is the National Rugby League, the Australian version 
of the International Rugby League. What the hell? I, I fucking don't understand. Like, you get suspended for the the club that you play for. It's, it's so, the club that gets penalised, but all of a sudden Tonga gets penalised. And now Cowboys, he's sweet to play for the Cowboys at the start of the year. Like, that's wrong, man. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I could be wrong on this, and I'd need to have a look at it. Might come back to it next week, but I, I don't remember it always being that way. So I remember that your NRL was your NRL or your your ARL, whatever it was mm. back then. Yeah, that's where you got suspended. And if you if you got suspended in international games, it was international games you missed. Yeah, I'm... but again, but again, I could I, I could be wrong. I, I vaguely remember that being the way it was, but I, I could be and totally I like, wrong. I like that approach also for origin. We want the best of the best players playing for origin. So if you get suspended from playing NRL for your team, what does that dict- What does that affect your ability to play for Queensland or New South Wales? Uh... And if you get suspended in, in the origin, you know, that, I don't know. It, that it, then it, hurts it, your team. Nah, you, if you if you had okay, so Latrell Mitchell last year, yes, right. I know. So New South Wales is different, mate. He should be suspended. <laughs> Queenslanders, sweet ass. Yeah. Okay. So you've just proved my point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so the All Stars game. So yeah. so Jack and Trell are out. Yep. Um, well, well, we don't know. Well, actually, you're right. We don't know. I've just made an assumption there. But one player <laughs> who is out is Josh Adokar. Yeah, so, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So he's he's already pulled the pin. Yeah, um, expect more injury. this week too. Yeah, I'd imagine there'd be a few more that a uh, few more drop out. Um, well, where Hargraves and Joey Manu were out from the from the All Stars. Oh, Joey Manu is he gone? Oh. Yep. And the Maldives. Yep. Oh. So. Um, look, oh. the, I dare say there'd be a few more that drop out of that game. Yeah, but it, it'd be unreal. I'm actually looking forward to this match for a, a couple of reasons. One, I, I I love watching it each year. I don't uh, I don't mind the new the new format. Mm. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, and I I love 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 that it's been played uh, over in New Zealand. Yeah, um, I, I think everything that New Zealand. You know, specifically the Warriors went through for those, you know, two years or three years, um, really, uh, with COVID, mm. uh, twenty twenty through to last year. Uh, they deserve it. They they deserve to have that game, and I hope I hope it's a sellout and just packed to the rafters, mm. and they put on a show for them. Yep, yep. Um, well, the Broncos only have a couple of players: um, Jordan Ricky for the for the Maldives. Um, and sell on Cobo, um, and or was it just uh, just uh, sell on Cobo actually. Sorry for the indigenous. Um, last year he had a cracking game. So I was just about to ask, what is this his first? But no, so he played last year. I actually yeah. don't remember. Don't actually, remember the game. You know who's playing as well? Who? Your man Ryan James. Oh, I did see that. Yes. So yeah, that that is awesome. So what do you reckon he's done? Just kept fit just for one game where he's just yep. kept fit because he's Ryan James. Yep. 
Yeah. And um, being a proud Indigenous boy, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good on him. Um, so, yeah, it uh, just it speaks volumes to the person he is. Man, we should, we really need to get him on this on and on this uh, podcast mainly so we can just like uh, just fawn all over him. <laughs> just a man crush. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Yeah, uh, it should be should be a cracking game. And man, I just miss watching rugby league. Yeah, yeah, certainly. You know, it was good to get a taste of it mm. uh, yesterday um, with the with the Broncos win a manly game. But it'd be good to see. And this week as well, we've got the the official kickoff of the um, of the preseason challenge. Yeah. So, are these players going to be backing up there? Or? I, I doubt it. Mm. I don't think they they do that the first first week. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think so. So maybe that's why there will be more there'll be more pullouts this week just for the, the trial games. Like if you've yeah. got a little niggling injury, you don't want to be risking it. No, not at all. So would you like to see this game in the middle of the year? So then you've got the full fit I think it's an important game. Um you know, if, I... if, if we're talking indigenous round and we could, and at the moment, and now you've got the Indigenous round is Indigenous Australian, Indigenous New Zealand. So you got them. So that could be a standalone game. Um, it could be, but where do you where do you put it? Like I, yeah. I just I, I think I, I, there's too many games. There is there, too many games. There are too many games. I think there are too many like NRL games. Yeah, too um, many NRL. Just dead rubbers. Just absolute nonsense. 20, 20 rounds, the maximum. Mm. Um, and then you could have more internationals during the year Tonga versus Samoa Fiji versus PNG yeah indigenous all round uh, all rounds <laughs> indigenous all stars versus Maldi all stars yeah you know uh, shit like that um, because nobody else in Australia I mean nobody else in the world can really play those games in the middle of their season the yeah. AFL can't do it the union can't do it. Union absolutely nowhere the moment. Mm. Um, but the Super League can't do it. Um, NFL can't do it. So we are in a unique situation where we can, in the middle of the season, a lot of the players that are in the NRL can also play for Fiji, PNG, um, uh, Tonga, Samoa, you know, um, Cook Islands. It, it'd be, yeah. And as you saw from the World Cup, you, you see new players coming through, exciting players, and um, and really just making the NRL bigger in the Pacific Island, Islands. And um, and that's where, you get, that's where we're going to get more players from. And yeah. It's going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, look, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, you know, when origin rolls around and what does that look oh, yeah. like and you know where's the best spot for it but um it'd be great to it'd be great to see you know i, I you and i've spoken about this i'd love to see origin three weeks on the trot boom yep. boom boom and then line it up with other games be it international fixtures or whatever mm. and if it's a mid-season break and nrl players don't play 
for for three weeks, then NRL players don't play for three weeks. And the whole notion that um, by doing that and reducing the amount of football and you're actually giving the AFL a sniff because they can saturate the markets or whatever, I've never heard of such horse shit Mm. in, in all my life. Like if you're putting on three... Or, or even three amazing games of football, passionate, you know, big grown men crying with the national anthem going on and whatever. Yep. You don't need eight games of that. Well, you know, what would you rather do? Watch three games of that or watch, dare I say it, the Titans play <laughs> fucking yes. the Tigers on a at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, even if you get the smaller crowds that, you know, the 15, 20,000 crowds, yeah. um, you get, well, look at, look, Tonga versus Australia a few years ago. Yeah. How awesome was that? Unreal. Just red flags the whole way around, you know, tears coming out, Tonga winning, like you just couldn't script it any better. And you've got the, the World Cup final, Samoa versus Australia. You know, uh, Samoans were, there were flags everywhere on every car driving around. Yeah, you know, you've got places in Sydney where there are hundreds of cars, you know, all together crying about Samoa, and you know, I'm sure they they knew it'd be unlikely for Samoa to win, but that you know they they still very passionate and love it. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, we can talk about that during the year. I'm sure we'll. This is not the first time we'll touch no, on the subject. Absolutely not. Yeah, we we have been uh, told that we do rattle on a bit, so let's <laughs> let's sharpen up uh, now. So yeah, just talking about the um, Indigenous All Stars there. So one of the one of the great Indigenous players, uh, Anthony Chokmandine, yes. has come out. Uh, to has come out as gay. No, he's oh, come right. out come out talking that. Um, so the Broncos were giving him under the table cash. No, what? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not even joking. I'm, I need I need concrete proof. Yeah. So yeah. a couple of things about this story. Just a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a couple. Yep. Um, number one. Is anyone actually surprised by that? Uh, <laughs> yes, that it's come out, or that. <laughs> So my, my two things, my two takeaways from this, right? Uh, one, is anyone actually surprised? Mm. And two, does anyone actually think it doesn't happen today? Well, did he talk about having a boat like uh, GI? That's how well, I got caught out. So, so that's still quite a few years ago, though. So do you oh, reckon yeah. across the – we're now 17 teams, right? Mm-hmm. 17 teams – 30 contracted players. So however many people that is, 510 players, Mm. um, not one person's getting paid something that's not written in their contract. (laughs) Yeah, look. um, Look, if you... Okay, so today, for example, I I was watching the 2006 Broncos semifinal against the Bulldogs. Fantastic game. Um, of the 17 players, 14 of those players had played for Queensland and or Australia. You can't tell me that Darren Lockyer 
is on 150 a year. Shane Webke is on 75. It, 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 you look at the teams at the Broncos. They took the less. They took less to play. Yeah. The, the, well, I, I kind of would. Well, yes, yes, and no. I mean, I've no doubt that they did take less money than what than what win, they would have got. Yeah, to win a premiership. Yeah. In, in, in another in another market, but yep. the the numbers though, the the numbers don't add up though. They do not add up, and maybe Mundine has lifted the lid. Um, maybe we'll hear more about you know, maybe Shane Perry will come out. No, well, not not Shane Perry, but. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe your man Brent Tate will come out and say, "Brent Tate, uh, oh yeah, I, I was paid one fifty, but I got a brand new house uh, yeah. that wasn't in the in, on the book." So yeah, I mean, nobody's surprised, and nobody, nobody is, nobody would think that it was all legit for sure. Oh, look, you know- we could be totally wrong. I've got a feeling we're not. What that it doesn't happen. Yeah, that it's and, all and, and 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 Anthony Mundine and the Broncos was the outlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there wasn't much much cash fl- flying around in 1997. Well, so this brings me to my next point, right? Yeah. So, for for all of our Sydney listeners, and and I know, I know that they are many. <laughs> um. So Anthony Mundine's referring to a time in 2000 and. Uh, sorry, not 1997. Mm. Um, I think it was 96, 97 he was referring to when, when he said that he was getting the brown paper bag. And he got, they, they, they gave him the brown paper bag or the under the table payment. Uh, it was supposed to be each year, but they gave it to him in one hit. So one of the things that he actually said in the story was he Hang was on. able to. Who was paying him? The Broncos oh, or the... Super League? Uh, well, he said because... the Broncos. Well, he only played for the Broncos for one season. Yeah, so this is the point, right? So he had a contract, but they paid him for the three. They they were going to pay him each year, but they gave him all three years worth in one payment. Um, and he was able to use that money to buy a house outright in Sydney. So my 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 point is mm. for for our Sydney listeners who who don't own a house um, back in 1997, you could buy a house for 300 grand. Yeah. Now you couldn't buy a door. No. So that's, that, that, that's interesting because so if, so if the, well, did he walk out on his Broncos contract then? Well, now, now I'm, I'm, I can't remember. Me either. I mean, he was never a good fit for the Broncos. It was a, it was a strange decision to sign him. He just yeah. didn't fit into our one. He was a New South Welshman, and we didn't, apart from like Chris Johns um, and Lazo, we didn't really have a lot of uh, New South Welshmen in our team. So that was a bit of a strange decision. And he's Anthony Mundine is not really a team player as such. You know, no. he, he's a outshiner. Yeah. Likes to outshine everybody, and and five eight is not. I don't think he's that's his position. Uh, so, so I'm just re- I'm just reading this again. He get, did get a hundred grand with Super League, and then three fifty a season with the Broncos over three years. On top of that, the Broncos agreed to pay me an extra hundred a year 
on the quiet. In fact, they gave me three lots of the hundred in the first year. So that first season, I got 750 all up, which was huge money. Once I paid tax, I had enough to buy my house in Sydney from one season of footy. Right. Okay. So, so after, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So 750 after tax, you're 500. So yeah. Anthony okay. Mundine was paid under the table by the Broncos. Yeah. I, I wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't blown away when I read that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't make any, it didn't make the national news. No. It wasn't on a six o'clock bulletin. So. No. no. To be fair, Anthony Mundine has probably been trying to get himself back into the news for a while. So this is, think so. this is one angle. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, oh, maybe he should uh, release a tell-all book like uh, Megan and Harry. Or uh... <laughs> don't don't tell don't tell all the secrets, Anthony. Yeah, don't exactly. tell all the secrets. Yeah. And one more bit of news coming out is uh, the old powers. The old powers uh, got a new beer coming out apparently. So I'll be honest with you, Shane. You're you're a lot more excited by this than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, my dad, my dad used to drink Powers, Powers Gold, and Powers Bitter. Right. Uh, I think there was a Powers Red at some stage as well. I can't remember, but um, yeah, it, originally, uh, so Suncorp Stadium or Lang Park is Forex. Yeah, Forex have a big sponsorship with them, so. However, Powers sponsored the Broncos. And in the first year, I remember, uh, even as a kid, I remember them um, at, at halftime, instead of going off the field, they stayed in the middle of the field and put a big Powers tent around them. Yes. And at that time, it was called Power because it was Bernie Power. And then I think the year after, it became Powers. Yes. If you have a Power Broncos uh jersey that's original that is vintage vintage later it changed to, to powers but um the beer itself like my I, my dad tried to support it because it was a brisbane beer and it wasn't a forex and it was a broncos um but even after a while i don't think he liked it he can no. still get the bronc the, the broncos the powers gold uh cubes you can still buy them at <laughs> At some at some places, and they are like thirty five bucks for a for it's, a cube. It's fucking horse piss. It is pretty ordinary. It is uh, it's the last beer that in Otinga. So so what 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 does it mean? Powers beer is making a comeback. Well, apparently Bernie, who's still alive, still kicking and making decisions, that they're going to start making. Powers again, as in uh, different craft beers and jump on powers. The powers power IPA, craft. yeah, <laughs> could be power, powers double IPA, yeah. powers hazy, <laughs> easy hazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently that's that's what's what's happening. Um, now I remember as a six, 15 year old, sixteen year old, we moved house, and at that time we were living. Um, under my parents' business, and in their business, they had a vending machine, um, and in that that vending machine, you can just put in whatever drinks that you like. So my dad used to put in Powers Goals, 
And uh, I used to, because I lived downstairs in that in that business, and I would I would trot out and chuck a couple of bucks in, and get some powers, <laughs> and it was their money that I'm spending, by the way. So <laughs> didn't have a job, so we moved house, and my mum moved my bed, and there were hundreds of <laughs> powers gold cans. I'd drink it and just throw it under the under the mattress. Just hundreds, mate. She's like, oh! oh, I must have been at school. When I came home, she was furious. But the thing is, she didn't tell my dad. She did, I was just about to say, did she tell your dad? And like, it would have been, you know, they would have thought, geez, we are selling a lot of these bloody powers goals. But it was, it's their money. <laughs> Uh, so that's my fond memory of Powell's Gold. Uh, that was my first beer. My first beer was the Powell's Gold. Oh, so it holds a special place in your heart. It's a, it's a little sentimental. <laughs> it's yeah. a little sentimental. Hey, yeah. I, I, I still remember, you know, how many Powell's. <laughs> I, I, mean, I knew, but I just didn't think. I, I wouldn't have thought of how to uh, throw them out. That's so good. Uh, there, there was, was no container. Well, there actually was containers for change back then. Yeah, because yeah. you, you used to have the old, um, the old uh, cage, the old wire yep. cages down at the supermarkets where you take your take your garbage bag full of cans, and the guy would yeah. be weighing them. Yep, bit hard you... for a fifteen year old to take a hundred uh, cans of powers. <laughs> eh? They're well, over thinking, oh, dad's an alcohol. Or... Yeah, well, they're gold, uh, mate. They're gold. Yeah, uh, I remember doing that, not drinking the powers gold, but taking the cans down to the uh, the local. Um, well, what was the containers for change way back then? Mm. And you fill every tenth can up with sand because uh, they used to weigh them. So oh, yeah, you, yeah. You, you'd get, um, you know, a bonus dollar seventy for your. So all so all of a sudden, Anthony Mundine taking three hundred grand is not that bad, eh? No, no. Yeah, just ripping off everybody. Just ripping off everyone. All right. Well, let's let's move on to what is happening next week. Chris, so, exciting news. Well, I do. So, well, I don't know how exciting it is, but no, I, I'm excited. I, I thought what we could do. So, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, this week we're going to dedicate to the Broncos' best backline. Mm. Um, so, each day on our Instagram page, so Broncos Unfiltered, U N F L T R D. We will be posting um, a position. So on Monday, we'll start off with fullback. On Tuesday, we'll do the wings. Wednesday, we'll do the center position. On Thursday, 5 8th. And on Friday, we'll do our number seven. And what we want from our listeners is to tell us um, who you think should mm. be in that team for Broncos best ever. Uh, and then next week on... On Monday's episode, Shane and I are going to list our one through seven, mm. um, and then next week we'll do we'll do the forward line. So time it perfectly for the start of the season, I think. Yeah, the number seven might maybe a bit controversial. Well, it might be, um, or not, or not. Uh, well, it depends on how you look at it. Because are you, are we picking are we picking players? For how they played at the Broncos, because if that's the case, Anthony Mundine is my fav five eight. Um, 
kidding, of course. But so are we picking picking their form when they're playing for the Broncos or are we picking them as a player? No, for, form at the Broncos. Form ba- at the Broncos, ba- ba- okay. ba- Based on, That's some based good on yep. their form at the Broncos. Yep. Premierships, uh, game. Yep. That sort of thing, yeah. All, all of that. So, you know, a, a, a good one's going to be well, not not related to that, but Darren Lockyer, where do you put him? Is he wearing the one or is he wearing the six? If you, or, you know, do you do you put him at put him at one so you can have? Well, see, Wally well, Lewis see. didn't play his best football at the Broncos. It, Wally Lewis is probably the best player to have played for the Broncos in my mind. Agreed, but. but he didn't have his best years there. Did not. So do we? Okay, okay. So in that, are, are we shuffling players to other positions that they may have played a little bit, uh, like Sean Berrigan, for example? Is he a hooker or is he is he a fourteen or is he a centre? You know. This, well, this... I think I think it's our team, right? So by by the end of the by the end of the two weeks, we'll have our team as long as on paper. Um, you can shuffle the players around, but they will have had to have played in that position at the Broncos and shown form too. Can you pick a player in two positions? That's no. really what I'm asking. No. Oh, that's horseshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Who are you picking in two pl- two positions? Fucking Darren Lockyer. Lockyer. You haven't Lockyer. Well, no, nah, really? Yes. Mm, don't know. Well, you know. So this is this is this is going to be spicy. Well, this is, so this so, is why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> so everyone, everyone, keep an eye out on our on our Instagram page and make sure you throw in the comments uh, who your player is for for that particular yeah. position on the day. And um, you know, hopefully, we'll start some conversation and we'll talk about our own teams next week. Chris, where else can you find this fantastic podcast? That's a good question, Shane. Um, well, you're probably best suited for this, but well, there's well, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe as well, so you don't miss out uh, on the because this is going to be a weekly podcast and reviews and previews of the games. You've got to make sure that you subscribe, so so that that way you're not two weeks late listening to our teams and and how we predict it. Now this week we obviously we can't do Chris's corner. No. With a little little flutter, but no, it's, there's there's just not not enough there. No teams don't know don't know the teams don't know what's happening. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll get into that in the during the season proper, I think. Yep, for sure. So, um, but I think that's about it, mate. I think we are done and dusted for for round two, week two. That is it. Just just quickly on on mm. Instagram and also on our Twitter page, which will be active through through the season, through the games and whatever. Um, if you are trying to search for us, do try using both Broncos Unfiltered and the Broncos Unfiltered podcast. Uh, we got some feedback when searching for the podcast um, that some people couldn't find it. So put in the Broncos Unfiltered podcast and into where you get your podcast and you should be able to find it, no problem. Sounds good. Sounds good. So um, we will we will catch you next week with another exciting episode of Broncos Unfiltered. And don't forget, if you're keen on sponsoring us, we're keen on taking your money. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya.